This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is disc number 14 of our 88 Films Italian Collection series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish and welcome to the show. Disc number 14 in the collection is a little movie called Burial Ground. Now, ladies and gents, this movie is nothing short of absolutely fucking bonkers. And we're going to get into a bit of a, a synopsis as well as a little bit of a discussion on the movie coming up after the first break. Now, you may remember that literally within the last four months we have reviewed this movie. I had my good buddy Ricky Morgan on and we talked about how obscure and how bizarre and how over the top and kind of mental this movie is. But I knew I was going to have to come back and do it again. I knew I was going to have to come back here, sit down and discuss this movie again because I was about to kick off, at that point anyway, a little look at my Italian collection and that may happen from time to time the Italian collection is broad it is long and there's a very good chance that there's one or two movies in the collection that I have reviewed here one such movie might be Short Night of the Glass Doll which I did cover as part of the Teapot's Top 10 series last year when we were looking at 70s movies so yeah things like that will pop up from time to time but all that means is we get to revisit either the really good or really bad all over again Now, um, this is your third and final episode of the week. Uh, On Monday, we dropped 1985 in the Summer Teapots Top 10 series. On Friday, we dropped another Summer Teapots Top 10 episode. That was 1986. And this is swinging into a little Sunday episode of those Italian collection ones. We love a little bit of the Italian collection series. Now, I'm just not going to lie here. I did the math, posted it on the Facebook group page. In the next 20 days, or just under 20 days now by the time this is out, we will be putting out about 11 episodes of podcasts under the stairs. That is a ton of them, so I uh, I apologise. Um, so to let me uh, tell you what's coming up, uh, tomorrow, Monday the 27th, we have a Teapot Summer Top 10 series um, looking at 1987. On Thursday the 30th, we have the Movie Club Listener Reviews for Last House on the Left. Now, you need to get your reviews in for that no later than Wednesday the 29th. Time is running out pretty quick for that, and I've got like three reviews in, so it's going to be a super short episode. On Friday the 31st of August, we put out our Teapot's fifth year anniversary show. It is a bohemoth. It's currently sitting about the five-hour mark, um, and most of that's just a lot of drunken rabble. So if you're only into the movie reviews, you might want to skip that one. Um, On Sunday the 2nd of September, so a week today, ladies and gents, in fact, yeah, a a week today, oh my god, um, we will be putting out uh, the Bazzies. Final look at the Wrong Term franchises, Baz v Horror, episode number 42, a.k.a. Baz vs. the Wrong Term franchise, looking at... 
wrong turn five and six. Then the Monday the 3rd we're looking at Teapot Summer Top 10 1988. Wednesday the 5th of September is a bonus episode looking at Revenge and The Slenderman. Thursday the 6th of September is Movie Club and that'll be the movie announcement for September. Sunday the 9th of September will be our next some uh, our next Italian collection movie. So it put things in perspective. In between those two episodes there's about 10 episodes between um, our Italian collection ones. That's kind of mental. Uh, but that one will be looking at disc number 15, which I will mention at the end of the episode. I will let you know what disc number 15 is in the collection. So yeah, ton of episodes coming up. Hopefully you will bear with us. Um, like I say, I understand fully that I'm putting out far too much content at the moment and you have other shows to listen to. I will not take it as an offence to me if you decide to space them out. And um, yeah, you don't get a chance to listen to them all in time. Um, but yeah, they're there for you anyway. If you've got long commutes or you can't sleep or you just want to take your mind off something while you're doing the gardening, well, there's plenty of tea putts content for you. So there we go. Nice introduction there, giving you a whole list of things that are going to be coming your way real, real soon um, in the next 14 or so days to be precise uh, tons of teapots content so I'm going to take a break just now you're going to hear promos for shows that I love you're going to hear the trailer for our movie review it's this number 14 in the 88 films Italian collection series this is Burial Ground I will be back to discuss that movie and a whole hell of a lot more right after this hey feeling down feeling low not enough podcasts about movies in your life why not try... They must be destroyed on sight! The new Podcast Cure-All. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation. We have Italian horror. We have zombies. We have slashers. We have crime films. We have spaghetti westerns. We even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts... Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening.
Welcome back. So you just heard the trailer for disc number 14 in the 88 Films Italian Collection series. This one is Burial Ground. Uh, let's go to the 88 Films website, check out the blurb. It says, in Burial Ground, the carcass-crunching action comes thick and fast as veteran director Andre Bianchi, who is known for strip nude for your killer, evokes the sinister flesh-feasting spirit of Lucio Fulci and George E. Romero. Also known as The Zombie Dead and Knights of Terror, Bianchi's bout of bloodstained brilliance has a pack of ghoulish predators entrap some ridiculously ill-prepared locals in a moody, malevolent mansion. Suffice to say, a mammoth amount of stomach-turning, meat-munching mayhem ensues. They love their alliteration over here. Um, adding to the on-screen unease, Burial Ground stacks its story with a series of sickle special effects courtesy of legendary grosser expert Gino De Rossi, who worked on City of the Living Dead and House by the Cemetery, in a little movie called Cannibal Ferox. Only the golden age of Italian horror could have delivered a movie meal of such outstanding insanity as Burial Ground brought to you uncut in the UK and uncensored by the splatter sympathisers at 88 Films. Uh, the movie had a plethora, a plethora of um, extra features here, special features. They have a bonus new restoration from the original 16mm negative. Restored English soundtrack. Restored Italian soundtrack with newly transferred English subtitles. Bonus grindhouse version from an unrestored 35mm projection print. Interview with Michael Coven, author of Le Dolce Mort on the films of Andre Bianchi. A new audio commentary by expert John Martin, moderated by Callum Waddle. Trailers, deleted scenes, collectible poster, a postcard, a reversible sleeve. Um, and other little bits and bobs. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is actually this this release was stacked, which I was quite happy about because once again I'm of the opinion that you're going to put these movies out and you want me to buy them. I'm going to have to buy them anyway because I want to have them in the collection. But do a little bit extra, 
um, and shove a little bit of that bonus content out there. Um, the, a lot of the people that are involved in these projects are still alive, so get a word with them. Even if it's just a quick five minute interview or something, get it done and get on these things here uh, because that makes me happy when we get a bit of that. Now, let's let's just take a couple of seconds to talk about the, the actual plot of Burial Ground um, and then we'll, we'll talk about my thoughts on the movie. Like I say, I've already reviewed this a good four months ago with Ricky Morgan and my score still stands, I still think this movie's fucking great. Uh, but the, the synopsis for the movie goes a little something like this. So, to say that the plot of this movie is slim, and uh, let's just put it this way, a bit lean would be an understatement. There is a fantastic rumour, um, which I would love to see um, proof of because it's just like one of my favourite stories ever in Italian horror cinema that the original uh, plot for this movie was written on a single side of A4 paper with space left over uh, which which kind of works kind of great uh, we have a, press, uh, a professor who is looking at some ruins uh, underneath this large mansion um, he recites some uh, some words he probably shouldn't resurrects the dead who hunt him down. Meanwhile, we have this holidaying group of people that are staying in a mansion who are slowly and quite viciously picked off by the dead that have come back to life. Um, and this weird relationship between a mother and son which starts to move from being fairly straightforward and fairly serious. Well, when I say fairly serious, I mean like in maybe 30 seconds it starts off serious and it gets incredibly weird, creepy and then incestuous. And by the end, it's just plain fucking wrong. Um, yeah, the zombies pick them off one at a time, working their way through them, munching their innards. Um, and yeah, that's kind of, there is, the plot is so fucking razor thin where this movie excels is the gore. The gore in this movie is so violently over the top, it's kind of phenomenal. You basically have a lot of the crew um, and people behind um, not only work on Filchy's stuff, um, well specifically work on Filchy's stuff, that are taking the, the kind of shock values of a zombie flesh eaters um, and the, the sensibilities of a dawn of the dead and bring them over in an environment where you really get out. This movie gives you a lot of bang for your buck. And it likes to twist at the the way you look at things, even though we can see certain characters acting more innocently towards what the audience can clearly tell are already converted zombies. Uh, but yeah, they, they don't seem to see what the audience sees. It's wonderfully misrepresented on screen. You know, it, it doesn't quite work. And at times you could be watching it going, what the fuck is going on? But the movie just leans into it. Heavy and hard, actually. It doesn't at any point seem to have an idea of of characters being self-aware and it's one of the reasons I think it works so well. I think there's a, a tonal quality to this movie which straddles the horrific and absurd in a way which very few movies can nail. I think at times the movie has tonal inconsistencies along the likes of uh, Pieces which came out the following year. Um, where you get the feeling that people that are making this movie kind of understand the mechanics of how to make a zombie movie. They just don't quite understand how to make a movie um, or how to tell a story. 
uh, how to construct plot devices, th that's not here. Um, some of the scenery is brilliant, the, the, the mansion that they're in is, is inherently creepy, uh, and some of the set pieces later on, which involves like a, a kind of ruins of a church, where we're clearly looking at things which are, you know, props, um, being moved around, you know, styrofoam blocks and stuff that I think work quite well. Uh, the ending builds to a, a, a wonderful crescendo of absolute kind of riotous gore in a way that I kind of just get behind. And it's weird, it's weird to kind of lean into like specific elements where I don't think Burial Ground kind of just swings and gets a home run. And when we can add all that up together, the one thing that really stands this movie in its favour is the pace. Uh, we introduce the zombies pretty quick, we then don't have to wait that long before they start trying to lay siege to the mansion house, um, and then things just keep going at a tear from there. It's about a 90 minute movie, and when you watch it, it feels like an hour, like a brisk hour. It just flies through with this really aggressive pace, which you can kind of get behind. A lot of these movies of this time would have a big bit of lag in the middle and you know th you know an hour 30 would feel like two hours or some of them would dare to go to the hour 45 mark which does not stand your movie in good stead when you are an Italian zombie movie you know you've got to keep them nice tight um, and on point and that's you know that's one of the big strengths of a burial ground viewing is you can sit down and pretty much it in any mood at any time and it'll fly in regardless if you're paying full attention to it or not and then if we turn our, our eyes um, to the casting, like I say, mother and son combo. Uh, son played by Peter Bark, who was 25 years old and is playing like a 10-year-old in this movie. And the reason they had to opt in for that is because of the sexual content that happens later in the movie. They couldn't obviously have a minor or a child doing that uh, for obvious fucking reasons. So they cast this 25-year-old who has this weird kind of almost Oompa Loompa bullish cut. And we have that infamous scene of him acting scared, and his version of acting scared is just wide-eyed. You know, kind of dull face, wide-eyed, as, as wide as possible. Uh, he is one of the most wonderfully annoying and kind of yet at the same time amazing characters ever in Italian genre cinema. And kind of one of the last points I want to touch on here is the, the score in the movie, which is so fucking wonderfully weird. It just adds to the insanity that's on the screen. Um, Bert Rexon, uh, who was, I believe, a jazz musician. And Elcio Manchuso uh, had done stuff before uh, for soundtracks, most notably kind of the spaghetti western genre, uh, where they became, became kind of semi-famous in doing the, their scores over there. Um, work on this soundtrack here, it's... <laughs> It's a very strange one to say the least. What you get here is kind of electronic experiment. I was going to say experimentation. It's not even really. It's weird, like kind of almost droning and at times arpeggiated um, electronic tones and some jazz kind of flung in and the two styles don't really work all that well and at times the music is playing more kind of tense over things that are not happening and not in a way which would make you feel tense in a way that feels confusing the movie kind of has all the structures of very weird jazz um, and it kind of adds to the nonsense it really really goes all over the place I think it, it, it makes me kind of once again wonder 
if anyone had ever really worked on a movie before this. I know they all had, but the, the parts somehow... It's like getting a jigsaw and starting to put it together and realising that maybe three jigsaws that have similar size, size pieces have all been muddled up and none of the bits... Well, they all fit, but none of them make one picture. And that's kind of where you are when you have this sim track dancing over the top. And all that swings are really to the end. There isn't really much more I can say about it. I, you know, I had a, a really great chat on episode 135 with Ricky about it. And we go into a bit more in-depth on the plot. Although the plot itself, we're really just talking about things that happen on the screen as opposed to plot. Because the plot itself is fucking razor thin. Um, it's, a, it's a thin meal uh, of a plot. So... Yeah, I don't really have that much more to say about it, except this movie is the very definition of a fucking ton of fun. Uh, my score has not changed for this one. It's a five out of five. Um, five on the Netflix scale means I love it. doesn't mean it's the best technically made movie ever. It just means in terms of how I feel at the end of it, it's always going to be a five for me. So it's a pure fucking joy. Absolute bollocks, mental popcorn munching, beer drinking with lots of your friends, mental out there, Italian bastard movie. I can't, I, it's, I, like, I smile every time I think about it, it's the third time I've seen it this year and I can't guarantee it will be the last time before the year is out. Um, so yeah, do yourself a favour, you can pick this up just now, really cheap, I think some sites on Amazon are selling it for about £6, the 8 Films website is selling it for 8 99 and HMV had a deal on, I don't know if they have any more, but it was about £6 in there as well. So if you can get your hands on it, get your hands on some burial ground and get ready for one of the most nutty rides you've ever been on. So there we go, there is your little movie review of Burial Ground. I'm going to take my final break when I come back, I'm closing at the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. That was disc number 14 of our 88 Films Italian Collection series. Looking at Andre Bianchi's Burial Ground. Uh, we have disc number 15 coming up in two weeks' time. It is another first time watch for Duncan. I have never seen this movie before. Uh, directed by Sam Cromwell, according to the website. Wait to hear this one. You ready, ladies and gents? Um, this one is Alien 2 on Earth. The blurb on the 88 Films website says, When Dawn of the Dead was released in Italy as Zombie, the late great Lucio Fulci took it upon himself to make his own sequel, Zombie 2 also known as Zombie Flesh Eaters, thus proving that copyright was a grey area back in the 80s. Director Ciro Ippolito decided that there was nothing to stop him making a follow-up to Ridley Scott's sci-fi suspenser Alien, resulting in the birth of Alien 2 on Earth. This Italian offering came six years before Aliens and with a bevy of low-budget charm and the occasional spilled brain, spins out a story of an extraterrestrial terror landing in the here and now and stalking its prey in contemporary California. Putting themselves up against this otherworldly entity are a small group of explorers and seasoned fans of Italian shock will doubtlessly undoubtedly noticed the great Michelle Suave of A Blade in the Dark and Phenomena amongst the cast. Arguably more exciting than Alien 3, 
decades later and Alien 2 on Earth might as well be the film that Fincher wishes that he had made. See it now and decide for yourselves thanks to the amazing HD restoration from 88 Films. Uh, the movie contains a two-key master score, uncompressed LPCM English soundtrack, franchise terrorist, an interview with Eli Roth, special test footage, uh, a trailer, trailer reel, reversible sleeve with alternative art, and also includes collectible original poster card as well. So that'll be our next one. That's this number 15 coming in two weeks' time. Very much looking forward to it. Never seen it before. Sounds bonkers. And uh, yeah, I'm in the mood for something a little bit bonkers. Uh, there's a multitude of ways to check out the podcast under the stairs, as always. I say check us out on Apple Podcasts. Come across, subscribe to our feed. That way you get the episodes as and when they drop. Access to the entire back catalogue of T Putts content. And while we're there, leave us a little rating and a review. Ratings are super important. The more of them we get, five stars, for example, the higher up the iTunes charts for pushed for listeners to come across and find us just as they're searching for some new horror podcast content also leave us a review it's your words to new listeners eyes as to why they might want to check out the show you're not the only one that laughs at the jokes that we do out here you're not the only one with that weird sixth sense of humor there are other people out there that laugh just as much as you so recommend it to them give it in your words and they might check out the show and enjoy it as well of course word of mouth helps Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your co-workers, tell your estranged loved ones, your friends and your frenemies and enemies. And also while you're at it, if you're in the UK, tell the lollipop man. That's right, the crossing lady or man that helps the kids across the road to school. You have to occasionally take your kids there. They're stopping anyway, they look bored, they're only having to deal with kids that are like, ah, I don't want to go to school. And you have to stand with them. While you're walking to the middle of the road with your child to let them go on their way to school, turn around and say, by the way, check out that podcast under the stairs that will get you through the drab days, the bad weather and the screaming bratty kids. And ladies and gents, that's how you do word of mouth. You can also check out the show on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play and the TuneIn app. Take a second and uh, go across and visit our website. It's tputzcast.com. You can click the merch tab there and go direct to our merch site, which is tputzcast.bigcartel.com. Um, you can come to Facebook and you can visit the two Facebook pages we have. We have a group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. That is a community page. That's where all the cool kids hang out. There's always talk about the movies we're covering, what people are watching, what they're looking forward to, trailers polls, memes, you name it, it's all over there. But we also have a Facebook page and that's where the sexy live content happens. Thursday Thursdays are live series, other live stream videos, it's linked to our Instagram and any future merch will be posted there. That's facebook.com forward slash Cast. You can interact with the bands and the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at tputzcast. So there we go, that's another one down. Final episode of the week, next week, four episodes. Strap yourself in, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. Uh, but until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off. Mm-hmm.